Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 37 of Robots on Typewriters. Yeah. The big three seven. Is that a, is that a prime Possibly number? Possibly prime. It sounds oh, prime. It sounds prime to me. Yeah. Happy Amazon <laughs> Prime Day, everybody. It's oh. not Amazon Prime Day. <laughs> also, that's a fake holiday. I was going to say, this is a podcast all about computational creativity. We like to highlight computers, AI, random number generators, generative algorithms from all around the internet that do things that are creative or help people make creative content. And then we like to take some of those tools of our own. Nope. Take some of those tools and make creative (laughs) content of our own. Yeah. First up on this podcast is our zesty hat where we highlight some of that stuff. And this week, it's my turn to don the hat. Yeah. What do you got for me? So I got, you already know what I got. Yeah, I know. uh, (laughs) We were both fascinated, tickled, terrified by this uh, this website, this this algorithm a couple of days ago. This is Liarbird.ai. So Liarbird is a Canadian uh, startup that does text-to-speech synthesis, which is fine and dandy. There's plenty of voice synthesis stuff out there. But what's weird and fun and creepy about Liarbird is that you can create a... Uh, synthesized voice modeled on your own voice with just like a few minutes of reading sentences into a microphone (laughs) yeah and what's really horrifying uh in our experience is that like after about uh maybe two or three minutes of training like reading uh, approximately a hundred sentences to this thing it becomes uh a weird pretty reasonably good amalgamation of yourself and a robot and I was calling it my robot son talking. <laughs> uh, we'll play a little clip for you now of our robot children doing the intro. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters episode number 37. What is Robots on Typewriters? Robots on Typewriters is a podcast about computational creativity. Yeah, so that those voices, I trained mine on 100 samples. Did you train yours on the baseline 30? Yeah, mine at the moment is just 30. I have not taken the time to do any more than that. So it's not it's it's not the best, but certain things sound more like me than others. Yeah, I wanted to do more just because I'm kind of surrounded by voice synthesis stuff all the time and like vo- speech technology stuff. So it definitely piqued my interest that way. Um, it's cool and it's horrifying in terms of like, you know, creating a future where it's unclear whether anyone actually said what they said, even if you can hear their voice that is unmistakably there saying it. Mm -hmm. My favorite one of yours that you did (laughs) was the, um, well, the Philly one was good, but so was the, uh, the one where you said something about your dad and a bag or something. What was that one? Yeah. So that was because I have, a, I have like the slightest bit of like sociolinguistics training and I understand what my accent is like. Um, <laughs> I've got a, a, a light uh, light case of the Philly accent. And if you're from Philly and hearing this, you're probably saying, no, you don't. But if you know people <laughs> from Philly and you're hearing this, you're probably like, you've got the thickest Philly accent ever. It's <laughs> like uh, Bradley Cooper and Silver Linings Playbook or something. <laughs> so... Yeah, I went for some vowels that I know I say particularly Philly E and uh wanted to see if Liarbird would pick up on those uh those things that I say and it kinda did. And yeah, you wanna play that? I'm so mad and sad that my dad forgot he bought a water bottle that I ought to have had. Yeah, so yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Correct. That one that one to me was the most that sounded like like you saying the words that you say not that yeah i had a feeling that would have the strongest effect since it's like the things it would say in there if it got them right which for the most part it did and getting them right i mean matching the way i say them which i guess might be getting them wrong (laughs) uh since it matched those it had some distinctive like characteristics of my voice and i mean it gets like i don't know voice parts but like 
it matches like the timbre, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think that's its biggest strength that like it can really pick out the timbre, even if it doesn't <laughs> nail your actual pronunciations right away. Yeah. But I think that's the idea that if you just read it a ton of sentences, it would get those right too. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, but it's a uh, it's completely data driven as far as I can tell. What I think they're doing there is like. They have a, a broad selection of lots of voices that the it's like a machine learning algorithm that's like lightly trained on those, not unlike when we use text gen RNN, how it's lightly trained on like a Reddit corpus. Mm-hmm. But then whatever data you feed it, that is your like 30 samples, it trains hard on those. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of overwrites a lot of what it's learned to better match what you just gave it. Um, and that's why I can learn so quickly and kind of so powerfully. But yeah, I mean, there's tons of uh, speech recognition and speech synthesis stuff that I don't understand. So that's like a very simple explanation of a, a probably very complex, uh, cool, powerful algorithm. And I mean, while they're getting our data for free for mm-hmm. this project... I still think it's pretty cool that they let people just play around with this and go ahead and use it on their own. Yeah. Is is this the first time that you've like trained something like this on your own voice, like played around with something like this? Yeah, yeah, it is. I knew Lyrebird existed. I don't know of other things like this much, but uh, yeah, I've, I've known about it for a little while and just never used it. And then, yeah, so that's the first time I've made a robot sound like me. <laughs> nice. This is, I think, Lyrebird is a thing that we, we've been trying to figure out how we could possibly incorporate it into um, our Trashy Toys segment and definitely uh, keep a lookout for some weird games that we might uh, employ Lyrebird in in the future because it's a really fun thing to play around with and it is it definitely creates it can create some kind of creepy uncanny valley kind of uh situations and who doesn't love that yeah if you're comfortable uh giving lyrebird the data that is the sound of your voice you can go check that out at lyrebird.ai or you can check out on youtube uh some voices trained on either famous people or youtubers and you can see how that goes as well uh but yeah i think it's it's a pretty wild scary thing and something I think we'll probably find ways to use in the future with our own voices. Like you said, I mean, yeah, there's there's games to be made with this thing. Yeah, for sure. I also, before I seed the hat, it sounds like I'm about to take off the hat, but I'm not. I want to introduce a quick new-ish ripoff of a segment called Justin's Twitterbot Corner. Ooh. And you're probably thinking, Justin did a Twitterbot Corner two weeks ago, <laughs> and this isn't new at all. That's where you're wrong. Justin's Twitter bot corner is a new segment I'm debuting where week by week I'll tell you what my homework is <laughs> in my class, which is computational creativity. I'm actually in a university class by that name. <laughs> life is wild. And my homework each week to continue how wild life is, is to make a cheap bots done quick tracery Twitter bot. So life is truly wild. Are you like a fucking jock in this class? <laughs> I have not revealed my power level, <laughs> but I could be the jock in this class. I don't know what you're holding back. I mean, no, I don't tell. I haven't told anyone, but the professor in an email like three months ago, you know what what I am, but <laughs> who I am. Do you I guys just even wanted, know who I am? For once, I just wanted to be a normal kid and have people not hound me about my podcast fame in class. You'll never be normal, kid. You got to embrace <laughs> the life. Are you Charles Xavier? Um, yeah, so, sure. So this week's Twitter bot homework was to make a Twitter bot that makes poems in the form <laughs> blank are red, blank are blue, blah, 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 something rhymes with blue. The only kind of requirements here were, of course, you had to follow that A-A-B-A rhyming scheme, or no, <laughs> not at all, <laughs> that A- <laughs> A-B-C-B rhyming scheme, and you had to uh, pick a, a topic that is uh, personal to you and you don't mind being silly about, 
So I momentarily thought about baking a Harry Potter bot and then just incorporating it into uh, Sturgis Botmore. Mm -hmm. But I instead changed my mind and went with a baseball bot because there's kind of a long history of baseball and poetry and like romanticizing baseball through poetry or making funny baseball poems. So I thought that fit in really well. And I can make a million different rhyming combinations with baseball words and people. So I'll I'll read a couple samples here. You might not uh, find them funny or entertaining, but you might. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I won't even bother explaining the references because okay. we don't have 10 years. Uh, Rowan's face is red. Kiermaier's uni is green. Francisco Rodwe- Rodriguez once struck out the queen. Um, I All of the ones that you've sent to me, I've greatly enjoyed, but I think it's just because they're like jaunty poems, even like I don't understand a thing about the context, but I like them a lot. Bush Stadium's red, Steinbrenner's got green, Coco Cordero threw it into the screen. <laughs> Is that a thing that happens a lot? People throw the ball into the screen? Well, if you're a really bad pitcher, so I have... In my bot, I have four categories, good batters, bad batters, good (laughs) pitchers, and bad pitchers, and the different uh, like second halves of poems can correspond to only certain groups in there, (laughs) so only bad pitchers can come up for through the ball into the screen. I see, Uh, Okay, okay. But there's some that like any player can come up for, any good player can come up for, that sort of thing. Okay, cool. The Nats wear red. Cubbies wear blue, three fingers brown, was a man all fans knew. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, there was a man called Three Fingers Brown. Uh, he was a pitcher. He's in the Hall of Fame. He was most notable for the fact that he only had three fingers on his pitching hand. Oh, how'd he do? <laughs> Pretty good. He made the Hall of Fame. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it just makes little silly poems like that. Yeah, I love um, it. I only just decided to actually make this account tweet ever. Yeah. So if you want to follow my weird homework bot, <laughs> it's at comp47410 on Twitter. That's just the like the module code for my class, <laughs> C-O-M-P 47410. And it'll like a week at a time stick to one theme before changing to the next theme because I'm just going to keep on replacing what it tweets with the next week's homework uh, i will save all the traceries so if any of these end up being something i want to make a, a dedicated bot for i will but i don't know a lot of them will probably be pretty short little bots like this that can just you know disappear when i'm done with them well i love it and i'm so excited to see all what you know all of the different kinds of things that you make in this class and um, all of the different kind of content that you are, I almost said, legally required to make for (laughs) this podcast. I am a little bit of a jock sometimes in once a week. So we have two classes a week. One is like a lecture of just general discussion about computational creativity, which I kind of just like sit back for. Mm -hmm. But the other is a practical of like how to go about (laughs) making things in tracery Uh and like... I always know what he's about to ask and ha- seem to have an answer for it. <laughs> of like, but what if you wanted to make it so like certain words come up triple as often? And, like, what all that if? Sort of thing. Or, like, uh, you mean how did I? Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I haven't revealed my power level because at, when I first told him I'm interested in this class, but like, am I underqualified? Am I overqualified? He was like, yeah, you'll fit in fine. Mm-hmm. But now I'm afraid that if he knew what I've done since we talked, <laughs> if he, knew he would what be I've like, done. dude, you, you can TA this class. <laughs> well, yep, that's Justin's Twitter bot corner. You'll be getting a weekly installment <laughs> of it or a bi-weekly but, because I don't oh, yeah. always do the hat. Uh, and yeah, that's that. That's what I really am legally required to do all the time i'm taking the hat off and putting it back in the fridge nice uh that leaves me with trashy toy duty and um we're gonna do something sweet and simple this week because we're we're kind of a kind of kind of short on time this week um so we're just we're we're gonna do something that is um kind of classic to at to our kind of podcasting style but not something 
that I really feel like we've done on this show yet? Have we done like a uh, who would win in a fight kind of thing yet? In anything? I don't think so because the who would win in a fight just makes me think of pirates versus ninjas and oh, I haven't God. thought about that in about 15 years. I don't even think about pirates versus ninjas. I just think about Sturgis Podmore bits like we did a uh, like like dueling club and stuff like that. Um, we, uh, so w- what we're going to do is we're going to do, we're going to have a classic kind of, uh, back and forth. What's the word that I'm looking for? Not predicament. I mean, I guess Duel. it might be a predicament. Yeah, this uh, is a thinking ruckus debate. <laughs> no, this is, uh, we're, we're, we're going to have a, a debate, a debate about, um, who would win in a fight out of, uh, some fighters that we have earlier today before the show prepared and created using a um a method of generation that i've kind of devised inspired by a um i think you call it like a one-page rpg called maze rats that i um played with some friends earlier in the summer and by earlier in the summer i mean in the summer because it's the earlier comma in the summer (laughs) comma (laughs) And one cool thing that I really, really liked about this game system was um, it has this method of generation um, for for characters, for monsters, for setting um, that requires you to roll two six-sided die d6s for um, on on these tables of uh, all different kinds of words, a lot of like just uh, dis- like descriptive words of spells and whatnot. And um, you it, what it has is um, there are tables of 36 words. There's six sets of six words, and you roll the first die to decide which of the six lists you're pulling a word from. Then you roll the second die to figure out which word you are pulling from uh, the from the um, from that list. So um, the best thing about this is it's kind of like a random word generator. It's like an old school random word generator. It's like basically what randomlists.com does, except it's just on a piece of paper and you have to do more um and so i decided what we how we would create these fighters was i would make a bunch of maze rats-esque tables out of um randomly generated sets of words from randomlist.com so um justin and i have created three fighters we've got for each one we've got a first and last name two adjectives a job three um random objects that they have at their disposal and then each of them has a sort of like pokemon-esque familiar which is an animal with a name and a superpower i don't know why i decided to do it that way but when i planned you see, this all i out- didn't know if the superpower <laughs> was something that belonged to the person <laughs> or to the animal but know why. I was that just, makes my that makes mine pretty good. I'm excited for this. I, I that's just I was like, yeah, obviously the animal would have the superpower, which I feel like basically just makes this a Pokemon kind of situation. But <laughs> I'm um, a big fan of this that you <laughs> you invented Pokemon accidentally. <laughs> Get this. I have a great idea. There's these little <laughs> animals. Um <laughs> so um Noah kids love D6s. <laughs> um so so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna pit these we're gonna pit these people against each other and we're just gonna talk through who we think of our fighters would win in a fight. Um and I guess depending on the people we'll figure out kind of what that fight all entails and how that looks and what that means for them. Um, is there anything that I like didn't explain about th- why the, like about this? <laughs> about uh, this? No, I think you nailed it. You yeah, you made a ton of ton of lists and off mic we rolled a ton of ton of dices. I used random.org for that. Same. Um but yeah, I think you you said everything you need to say. The only thing I'm wondering is is this going to be like we just read down our list or is there going to be like counterpicking where like you'll read an entire one of your entire heroes and then I will get to pick the one from my list that I think best can combat oh, it. 
Oh, maybe we should do it that way. I was just thinking we would just like I have my three in an in an order, and we would just go like one to one. Yeah, on our first I mostly one, but... said that as a joke because this is already ridiculous. That if we were doing strategic <laughs> counter picks, that would really be on another level. Yeah, even for I, us. I have to say I haven't really taken a whole lot of time to like get to know my people here. So <laughs> yeah, figure out their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, so I figure you and I will just read the first one that we've each uh, generated and. And kind of we can get an idea for what we've got going here. So do you want to... Sounds great. Do you want to start by reading me uh, your first person? Mm, I see. Now you're getting ready to counterpick me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So my first is, can I call them heroes? That's like a video game thing. Like in like, I think League of Legends, but maybe Dota. I I don't know. One of them you call (laughs) all the characters heroes. (laughs) Of course. So yeah, my first hero is Dane Barajas. Ooh, Dane okay. Barajas is hungry and wild. Whoa, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a desperate man. I think Dane's a man. Uh, he is a registered nurse. Okay. He has three things to his name, a bracelet, a zipper, and a vase. And okay. you don't want to find out what's behind that zipper or what's inside that vase. <laughs> okay. Who's he his Pokemon? His Pokemon is a pet opossum. <laughs> oh. Opossum named Justice. Named Justin. And Justice has the power of superhuman tracking. Okay. So you can run, but you can't hide Ooh. from Justice. Hate that. <laughs> so this man, he is a hungry, wild registered nurse. Um, yes. Interesting. <laughs> okay. How do you get the job? I mean, it, it's not like he's always hungry and wild. Yeah, I was going to say, or has he just become hungry and wild, and this is the moment in he's which He's normally have... pretty wild, but right now he's really hungry. Okay, like he, I see. he had to rush to work, he missed breakfast, and then it was a crazy day. Like, yeah. they worked right through lunch. I see. So it's like, you know, going on 7 p.m. now, and he's yet to eat today. Okay. And he's already wild <laughs> at the best of times, so right now he is just hungry and wild. All right. Okay. I'm I'm going to go ahead and read my first person then. I've got to pit up against what's his name? Dane 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 Pan? Barajas. Dane Barajas. Okay, I'm pitting against Dane Barajas. Phoebe Cohen. She is testy and luxuriant. Ooh. She's a teacher. And what she's got on her to defend herself is a slipper, a hanger, and a hair tie. And uh, mm. uh, her uh, fake Pokemon is a budgie named Winter, something that I might actually just Cute. own in my life at some point because I love it. And uh, budgie, the Winter the budgie has superhuman speed. <laughs> Can wow, you even okay. imagine? Yeah, that seems that seems somewhat fitting as far as everything goes for a tiny bird to have. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like. But it also sounds like awful. Like, can you imagine having to keep track of a budgie with <laughs> with superhuman speed? I, I can see how that would be a, a, a powerful foe. But unlucky for Winter, uh, Winter can't hide from justice. That's true. Even if Winter runs, you know, flies in a straight line for days on end, uh, justice has superhuman tracking and will track down Winter. Yeah, like Justice might be able to track her down, but she's not going to be able to catch her. Like, <laughs> the possums are kind of unwieldy, I think. They're not very fast. I mean, I just imagine them, like, kind of, like, teetering along. So un- unless, like, unless uh, uh, Justice is some kind of, like, um, like tech guru where it's, like, Justice, <laughs> home, like, like, I got him. I got, I got her. I, I'm, I've target locked on winter and then like sends the four and then sends uh dane out there to go get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so you are correct in this relationship that justice is dane's boss justice is dane's cue uh exactly yeah no um i think that's probably exactly how it goes because if i was trying to think of what like superior human level tracking is i would think you know highly technological gps and like digital fingerprint (laughs) and like just knows where people are in the world like Mm -hmm. drones in the sky that's that's the high end of human tracking justice has superhuman tracking yeah 
So all that, but like beyond that, beyond <laughs> okay. what is capable of humans. And so then there's the question of like, yeah, like Winter can get the fuck out of Dodge, but I don't really know what Phoebe's got going for her over here. Um, yeah, so what? She's luxuriant and... Testy. Testy. Yeah. Mm, a testy teacher versus a wild RN. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay, let's imagine... Uh, Familiars aside, let's imagine uh, Phoebe and Dane are going head to head. What have they got? Uh, Phoebe's got, I think Phoebe's best uh, accoutrement is her hanger. I, I'm assuming she's got like a clothes hanger, like, yeah, like a wire clothes hanger. Yeah, she can that into some kind of, yeah. Yeah, she can, she can take out an eye with that thing. So Dane has a bracelet, which he can use. I'm, I'm thinking it's not, you know, it's not a little gold chain. This is a mm -hmm. proper like you know, uh, uh, warriors, like, uh, bracer kind of thing. Okay. Like a, a okay. big, thick metal plate okay. on his arm. So All he right. can deflect some wire hanger swings with that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But he's also got a vase. Yes. It, it's a bit of a blunt weapon, but it's, it's, kind it's of like a, a weapon. It's also like a one-use weapon, kind of, would you say? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it is a rare porcelain vase, and it <laughs> will shatter easily. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess not all vases have to be so fragile, but I'm imagining. <laughs> the one that he has is. Okay, good to know. He's wild. He, he's he's wild. He <laughs> stole this out of the history museum. <laughs> this is from like 13th century China. <laughs> so uh, it's kind of interesting. Like Phoebe and Dane also kind of have a similar level of like responsibility. Like their their careers yeah. are both very like authoritative and respected. Uh, so I, they cut to I, all nurses and teachers listening to this saying what respected <laughs> yeah you fuck yourself I mean. guys we're podcasters imagine how we feel <laughs> um and so I feel like but I feel like they both I'm having a hard time imagining what um what Dane looks like as a registered nurse <laughs> like what does a wild nurse do I'm thinking like the the kind of person who would maybe be like an EMT, okay. but like he's an emergency room nurse, but he's got just like crazy kind of scraggly beard, crazy eyes, and like wears the like face mask, like germ mask thing all the time, even when he's like not like in surgery or anything. Like even just like at home in the shower. Oh yeah, has like the you know the hair cap thing and a a face mask on, so you just see like scraggly beard peeking out from under the mask and like wild eyes between the mask and the the head the hairpiece thing okay yeah 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 i'm seeing it um yeah uh white or green scrubs uh dingy not like blood soaked that would be unsanitary <laughs> but <laughs> okay yeah. yeah um you're you're getting this guy yeah so uh i feel like um, but I, I, yeah, I still like, I, I don't, I don't have a great handle on like what happens when they, what happens when they meet on the streets. Yeah. Well, I think, what do you think? I think we've kind of canceled out each other's pets, weapons, careers. I think this comes down to one thing that's zipper versus slipper. Oh, you're right. Okay. So I know you said I don't want to find out what's behind that zipper, but like, what's behind the zipper? Well, the zipper, uh, is on a small leather pouch that he keeps on his person at all times. Okay. He, and when he finally opens it, in there, there are two Pop-Tarts. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. It's a break glass in case of emergency situation. Uh, oh. But he's hungry and he's wild. Oh. He can God. finally feed the beast. Oh. Okay. All right. So, like, that's, like, he replenishes his, uh, his kind of low stamina and he's, like, good to go. He, 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 like, it's like, um, a werewolf coming down from the full moon. Like, he, yeah, yeah it's exactly like that, where it's like he's at his most dangerous while he's hungry, but he can't just, you know, fully embrace being completely hungry. So, it's a tricky balance. If he opens that zipper too early, if he, gets rid of that hunger before it served his purpose he's useless okay all right yeah that makes a lot of sense now i mean for this as for the slipper i kind of i kind of see it as just like like 
Phoebe is a woman on her way to being a spinster, like she, like a crotchety old neighbor. Like she's, she's got that. She brandishes that slipper, and it's probably more bark than bite. It's, it's. She could, she could slap you with it, but it's not going to do a whole lot. So I don't know. I think, I think Dane might have her here. I feel like Dane just has his whole situation on lock. Like he, he has a, like he has a process, and and it, it might just work. Yeah, it's that, you know, there's a method to madness sort of yeah. thing where he's crazy, he's wild, but I mean, he got through medical training. Like he is a he is an RN. Yeah. So the the process works, the wildness, the hunger, it the hunger is fed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Dane wins this round. Nice. All right. All right, you want to read your person first this time? Yeah, so my first person was Phoebe Cowan. This one is Phoebe Cross, and okay, yeah. she is huge and square. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm assuming square uh, pertains to her personality and not her <laughs> No, shape. I think she is a large <laughs> square. Okay. Um, she's an urban planner, and, okay, she, yeah. and she has, she has a, a vase, just like Dane, a mouse pad, mm-hmm. And a toothbrush. And okay. her Pokemon familiar is, he's a Mustang named Milo. Okay. And good. his superpower is, this is a long one from uh, from random lists. It's self-detonation or explosion and reformation. Wow. Okay. He's a horse that blows up. Yeah. Sounds dangerous as all hell, if you ask me. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, who uh, you got? Going up against Phoebe. What is this Phoebe's last name? Cross. Cross. Phoebe Cross. Going up against Phoebe Cross is Kendall Fletcher. Oh. Kendall Fletcher is luxuriant and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think that these these random generators have like nothing. Or, well, I guess this isn't even the this isn't even random list fault. This is just dice rolls. Yeah. Wild. She is luxuriant and hungry. She's an auto mechanic. Okay. Uh, she has a hair tie, mm. a lamp, and eyeliner. Mm. She has a a pet sloth named Papa. <laughs> really good. And Papa is uh, adept at animal mimicry. Wow. Okay. So can I tell you what her whole kind of personal description just two words immediately came to mind yeah and they are disaster lesbian <laughs> okay luxuriant and hungry made you think that or no. like auto mechanic she's an with auto like- mechanic who's got what does she have like she has a hair tie she has these like slightly feminine accoutrement but like she's gonna use them to like kick your ass like what what hair are her tie eyeliner and oh. a lamp <laughs> well the lamp <laughs> that's just she just had that in her car, but uh, but yeah, she's she's a badass lady, and she will kick your ass and date your sister. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say your sister because a lot of my thought with some of these were that this might be my sister, luxuriant, <laughs> hungry, has a pet sloth, <laughs> who can be like all the other animals too. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That maybe Chief is a disaster lesbian. Uh, yeah, she is somewhere. This lady is somewhere between kick your ass and date your sister and your sister. <laughs> if Chief was, if Chief one day was like, hey, you know, I think I want to be an auto mechanic. I think I want to be a lesbian is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? Am I right? Anyway, we got a lot of great comedians on tonight. <laughs> Give it up for So, um I again, I kind of think well, first of all, I feel like I'm realizing that this game uh isn't the best formed in that I don't really know what these animals have anything to do with the people. <laughs> I think they're just Yeah, I think it's basically like you you see if there's like a clear disadvantage on one side or the yeah. other, but if not, you just kind of you know, throw them both aside. Yeah. So for our animals, I was thinking, so you have a horse that can self-detonate. Yes. I have a sloth that reform. can mimic other animals. Yes, true. It's it's in my sloth's best interest to not be blown up. Yes. So I think my sloth is just constantly going to be mimicking other animals, like 
horses and, <laughs> you know, large exotic birds and whatnot, just yeah. so your horse never thinks that the sloth is in its presence. Yeah, yeah, I think because I was going to say, I feel like I, I feel like if, you know, if the sloth is just you know, on the ground, he's got, he stands no chance. Like that horse is going to fucking kamikaze that sloth to smithereens. That was a lot of words yeah, that I, I don't I thought you were going to say to like East Jibip there. <laughs> no. um, so that, yeah, I guess I, that's kind of just a battle of wits almost. Yeah, I think it's a battle of stamina as well. The yeah, sloth true. in all waking hours is going to have to be doing animal impressions, but like, that's yeah. the thing about sloths, ain't yeah. it? Like, he's he's going to be asleep in, like, three hours, and you're going to blow him up. Yeah, exactly. So, so what what kind of weapons does uh, Phoebe Cross have on her again? So a she vase. has a vase, which um, I'm, I'm, it, it's, it is also a fragile vase, but it's, it's kind of like a, um, I think it, this one's probably a family heirloom that uh, she keeps on her and, and uh, will only will only break in case of absolute emergency, but this might be I that emergency. I foresee a situation where Kendall is swinging an entire lamp at Phoebe, and Phoebe <laughs> uses the vase to, like, try to defend herself, and they both just shatter and are destroyed. Yeah. I feel like that lamp is an amazing blunt weapon. Yeah, I wish she didn't just uh, waste it in a wild swing at a vase. <laughs> so that the other thing about Phoebe is... <laughs> So, okay, she's an urban planner. She's huge and square. She might just be a skyscraper. Ooh, yeah. I thought she was like a city block. That too. Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what she is, but I don't I'm not so sure she's just a person. Yeah, that makes it hard for Kendall to defeat her. Even though Kendall might have, you know, dominion over cars is what I assume auto <laughs> mechanics yeah. have. Um, yeah, that she's powerless against city blocks and skyscrapers. They are yeah. bigger than cars. They contain cars. Yeah, yeah. What if Phoebe's a parking garage? What's she going to do then? Yeah, what else do you have uh, at your disposal besides that vase? A mouse pad and a toothbrush. It doesn't help. Kendall's I hungry, know. but she doesn't have the ace in her zipper the way yeah. that Dane did. Yeah, so so how does that hunger affect uh, Kendall in in a... In, comparison to it just kind of makes her more like mad and like she starts to melt down kind of make poor and poor decisions over time okay. yeah it's not great it's not helpful yeah. it's the way that dane could you know seize that hunger and use it to his advantage kendall cannot yeah yeah so what do you th what like how do you see this shaking out uh i see kendall coming in like a house on fire um which would be a challenge for an urban planner but Kendall just doesn't have the the long dis the stamina to to go twelve rounds here. That she's going to be throwing her eyeliner, shooting the hair tie like a, yeah. a little rubber band gun sort of thing, pounding at Phoebe with like lamp fragments. But yeah, Phoebe's reinforced concrete walls are not going to cave to this uh, feckless assault. And at the same time, it's just the same that's happening on the animal side that the sloth might be doing tremendous impressions of toucans and beluga whales but after about two and a half hours he's gonna have to go to sleep for the night and yeah. the horse is gonna figure out that he is not indeed at sea world <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're probably right so i mean i'm i'm glad I, I think uh i'm glad to take the win for this phoebe if not the other because I think mm. I think it's just a it's an outlasting game for for Phoebe and the Mustang. Yeah, the, that's this Phoebe really seems like stamina is her one of her biggest strengths anyway. So yeah, yeah. she's she's got that one wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I I do not know why I made the superpower for the animal. I don't I don't know what yeah, I was thinking. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we come to our third and final pairing. What is you, God? What? No, who is your fighter? Who is your God? <laughs> uh, my God is. Isn't that like the beginning of a hymn? Like my God is strong or something. Probably. <laughs> uh, my God is Jaden Phillips. Okay. Jaden Phillips is disillusioned and coherent. He's a fitness <laughs> okay. trainer. 
Okay. He's a disillusioned fitness trainer, which sounds like a bad combination. Um, (laughs) He has in his possession a doll, a controller, and a fridge. He's the first contestant on my side that isn't hungry, and he has a whole fridge. (laughs) Disillusioned and coherent sounds like he's like woke as hell or something. I know. Like (laughs) he sees through the bullshit. Yeah. He scares me on like an existential kind of level. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, and finally his Pokemon is a jackal named Dinky <laughs> with the power of gravity manipulation. <laughs> this man is a literal god. He's He's got this like pet like wild dog that controls gravity and he doesn't buy into your uh your your spirit of you know, positivity and <laughs> relentless optimism. Wow. Okay. And going up against him, what is his name again? J- Jaden Phillips. I almost said Jackal, but that's his friend. Um, Jaden. All right. Going up against Jaden, I've got Anya Atkins. She is difficult. Mm, double A. Yeah. She is difficult and observant. <laughs> she, she is a customer service representative. That makes a lot of sense that she is difficult. <laughs> yeah. And she has scotch tape, a toothbrush, and a mop. And uh, <laughs> what she has, her Pokemon is Ginny the Possum. And Ginny has the power of matter ingestion. So she can just. Like, I also have that power. <laughs> I know. Like, I think we all do. Like, she had it before, but now it's even more. I feel like she can consume anything, like any quantity yeah, that, of anything. I, okay, yeah. Or, like, I mean, you. there must be limits, but like. I mean, surely she's a possum, so like her jaw is the limit, right? Like, <laughs> that's she what can't they tell. eat like an entire car. You wouldn't eat All a right, car. So, okay, matter and like, you think that she can eat anything, but it just has to fit in her mouth. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy for thinking that? <laughs> no, I just like don't know why that would be a superpower if not like I like I like me too kind of, right? Like can I really eat anything that fits in my mouth? It just depends like uh, no, like I get No, you couldn't eat like a knife blade. You couldn't eat a knife blade. <laughs> Was that also you wouldn't download yeah. a car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um Okay, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I think while that's a cool power, the ability to, you know, swallow <laughs> the world <laughs> one bite at a time, um, gravity manipulation will make it hard for you to ever get close to the things that you might want to swallow, yeah. let alone to swallow them. Yeah, and I feel like her power is kind of a long game. Like, it's it's not for, like, you know... Uh, yeah. a street brawl that just broke out like that that's that's some um, that's a that's a scheme that you know and like can... one thing we've been neglecting a bit like these animals at the heart at their heart besides their superpower are just the original animals that they were so like yeah. a jackal can probably eat a possum yeah <laughs> a jackal even one without the power to manipulate gravity <laughs> but... <laughs> But this this possum can definitely eat the jackal at some kind of rate. Yeah, I I think if they are racing to eat each other, the jackal might still win. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, so that'll lead Jaden to a, a, a bit of an advantage here as he tries to deal with a difficult person, Anya. <laughs> True. And yeah, but um, okay, so, so his... Uh, qualities are what again and also disillusioned what and coherent oh so that's I think right that he's really, woke as hell that's but, like a, a hard counter to being difficult yeah but so but she's also observant so she uh I, he might be meaning a little... she is a practicing uh follower of her religion <laughs> yeah he might be a little too um he might uh overthink things sometimes maybe um like he might just get too in his own head and just like he he knows too much and where Mm. she might be more of like a kind of sharpshooter like she can spot weaknesses and just go for him 
with her. So he's going to be up there giving like a Jordan Peterson, like mansplainy rant, yeah. and she's just going to poke holes like one needle at a time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not and and so like her, she might not always be correct, but she's just difficult enough to think she is. Mm. So this is going to be. I feel like if this is a debate, it's going to be kind of like a a Rorschach test where like people watching at home will think it was very <laughs> clearly one by one or the other. Yeah. And people will post videos saying like person X destroys person Y, yeah. but both sides will think that their hero has won. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I think you're right. But okay. Uh, this might come down to the their equipment, what they have. their inventory. Yeah. What so- you got? I have scotch tape, toothbrush, and a mop, but you've got a fucking fridge. <laughs> yeah, uh, that you can mop all you want. You're not mopping up an entire fridge. I also no. have a doll and a controller, and it scares me that this man has a doll. What do I you hate think? That he, a lot. Do you think he uses this to like demonstrate some point? Is it like a <gasps> like what what kind of doll? Is it a voodoo doll? Is it like a one of them dolls they have in courtrooms for children to show where the man touched you? I, I, like, what I are we talking know. about here? I mean, <sighs> I hate any of it. <laughs> I don't one like One of them Bobo form. dolls that you can, like, punch over and it stands back up? Mm, maybe it's that. Um, I, he is a fitness trainer, too. Maybe he has oh, that instead of, like, a punching bag. True. Or, like, for some reason, what just came to mind was, like, one of those, like, CPR? Is that... Okay, yeah, like a CPR dummy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, those letters didn't sound like that thing to me at all. I was like, I am making something CCR? Credence Clearwater Revival? CCD? (laughs) No, she's observant. (laughs) Um, So, I can't even remember. Yeah, so it might be like like a CPR dummy. That still sounds so fake to me, and it's creeping me out. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, you think he keeps the doll in the fridge, so it's like an mm. empty fridge, and he opens it up, and there's just like a man's like torso and head in there. God, that's awful. That that is even worse. I think that's worse than it being like for some reason a baby doll in a fridge. And why does he have a controller? Uh, he's a gamer, man. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like a controller is a really good like uh almost kind of like a mace and or a grappling hook kind of situation yeah 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 yeah. if this is a in fact swing it or throw it at someone and then bring it back yeah yeah i thought you were going to say i'm thinking it's a it's another like the doll it's like another part of his fitness training regimen where like when someone feels like they're they're like i can't do it you know i don't i don't have the quads of steel i need to lift this box he hands them the controller and says, here, you know what you have? The controller to your life. <laughs> or like, do you think like because a... he's a he's a fitness trainer, it's a Wii Fit controller? <laughs> <laughs> do you think he is the Wii Fit trainer? Like the gray I man? now am imagining that being him. And also, <laughs> those kind of look like CPR dummies. So maybe... <laughs> Yeah, maybe the CPR. It's a doll dummy. of himself. Yeah, it's a life-size doll of himself that he yeah. has. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but well, I think uh, this really just comes down to I have a jackal that controls gravity, so I'm yeah. gonna. J- yeah, Jayden's I think you've got this. me again. I think I, I don't think Anya really. Ha- I think she she talks a lot, but no. But she's not really saying anything. <laughs> That's the talking heads. <laughs> okay, yeah, that. And yeah, she just doesn't have anything good on her. Like scotch tape, nah. The mop is like the best she's got, but like that's no match for what Jaden has. Yeah, it'd be a nice little, you know, martial arts staff. Yeah. But he he's got a fridge and a video game controller. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, what what can you say to that? Well, I guess that's that. That that was something. Those. Yeah, so- that's what I really liked. That yeah sure. Um, I think that game could use some workshopping. I think that it was it was a bit of a rush job on my part, and um, I, 
I don't really know what I was thinking on some of it, but it was still fun. It was fun to talk about. I don't even know what to call it, but um, part of the fun of it was just uh, kind of rolling dice on these tables to see what kind of random concepts got thrown together to make these people. So if you like that kind of thing and also you like RPGs, then look into Maze Rats. I believe it's a free PDF that you can download. I could be wrong about that. You might have to pay for it. The, the, uh, the kind of... The way that game works to uh, throw random words together to create a new concept is really, really fun and probably something that would be up your alley if you're into this kind of random generation thing. So um, look into Maze Rats. And as always, randomlist.com. Uh, I just thought of a good name for the thing before you oh, before you do your closing. What is it? Well, I was well, just going to say Well, it's not a good name for list. it, but it's a name for it. Okay. Uh, procedurally generated world star. <laughs> I, I don't even what what is world star it's the site where people post fights of like post like cell phone videos of people fighting each other okay world okay. star hip-hop okay 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 yeah all right and at the beginning of a fight video you always hear someone yell world star okay <laughs> yeah there you go um and and also um randomlist.com is just a fantastic resource for any kind of random generator you could possibly imagine it's just a lot of fun to play around with um and uh, yeah, if you would like to get in touch with us, we uh, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org. You could follow us on Twitter at Robot Typewriter. And we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash robots on typewriters. And we live on a website called backcamp.org. And um, on Backcamp, you, this month of February 2019, you'll actually find something new. I'm trying to do um, a weird little project where I make a mini podcast every day of this month. I'm making audio pieces of 10 minutes or less, and it's called The February Project. You can find that podcast on um, anything now because it just today, five days later, got on iTunes. Thanks, guys. And One day, Google will also find it. <laughs> Um, and so that that's something new that, that we've got going on on Batcamp uh, at yeah, the moment. Yeah, I would definitely recommend people give it a listen. It's super digestible. It's become part of my morning commute. Wow, thanks. Um, but uh, yeah, that and our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. And, and uh, I have a poem that oh, the, yes. the bot, it made its first tweet because at the end of our game, I decided to actually let it tweet. Yes, nice. Uh, Cardinals wear red, Fenway's monsters green, Yachty Molina preferred chess as a teen. <laughs> I really like that ending line. I should have capitalized it so it was preferred the musical chess. <laughs> he preferred the musical chess to baseball as a teen. <laughs> yeah. And then became a professional baseball player. Well, uh, there was a seminal moment for him in high school when a, a friend, uh, maybe more, said, I don't dance. <laughs> And you brought it back. <laughs> Can't eat a Jeep. <laughs> that was you literally... wouldn't eat a car. <laughs> that was literally eat a Jeep superpower that he could eat cars. But slowly, that all just kind of <laughs> came rushing back to me. <laughs> TVNL was better than we give it any credit for. I know, for. sometimes. It was also far worse than we give it credit <laughs> yeah. for.